Is your life filled with enough fun? That is a serious question. Now today I have brought a very special guest who is gonna share some simple tips to help you play more. Yes, play is not just for children. I know you might be thinking that, but this is a conversation that I am so glad that we're having. So we're gonna talk about getting more play in your life, even if you don't have access to your, uh, your normal outlet. So stay tuned, you're gonna to wanna to hear this. Now, if you're new to me, my name is Cece Cheney and I'm so excited that you're here, but I'm super excited to have the one and only Ramey Miller here with us today. She is the director and life coach at Run Deep. Ramey has a holistic approach to life and business coaching. And she is, look, let me just tell you, I'm going to be honest here. She's just an overall incredible human being. I met her over on LinkedIn. We hopped on a call together and I feel like I just love this woman. And I mean, if you are not connecting with other humans on social, you should, because you would not be hearing from her today. So thank you so much, Randy, for hopping on today. I so appreciate it. I'm really excited. Thank you for having me, Cece. I feel the same way about you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So before we hop into this play thing, you know, I have been loving getting to know you, and I'm thinking people would benefit from understanding a little bit about your approach, right? You've got sort of a unique approach to coaching. Explain to us a little bit, what does it mean to run deeper in life or in business? Yes. So I know life coaching has so many different niches, niches and you can really go a lot of different directions, right? So I started this business. I was um, ending a very long relationship and I was going through a lot. And for me, what I, what helps me process emotion and stress and, and get rid of stress is running. So I would run, run, run. I wouldn't really necessarily like run to be physical or to work out. I would run for stress relief. So that's kind of what started this whole concept. Um, I truly believe you have to have alignment in your mind, your body, and your soul. And that's when we really, truly click. I call it clicking into place. Um, just like you have your, your shoes when you bike and you click them on. Um, that click is an internal click that happened mm -hmm. for me when I was running. And I was like, wow, I really need to share this with other people uh, because it really worked for me. Um, and so I started actually running with people and then it turned into, I was coaching and running them. And um, now it's more turned into like a one-on-one -on -one coaching and I coach for personal reasons and business reasons. So it's always intertwined, you know, people have yeah. trouble at work and they're trying to manage the stress. So it's, it is a lot of everything, but I really specialize in time management. That's a huge focus for me. And lately just self-care, like everybody yeah. and going through this pandemic. So uh, it's a lot to handle. The workloads have increased. Um, so that's kind of just a quick run through, but I definitely believe you have to have all of these things. Like our body is made up of these things but we oftentimes numb out and ignore and suppress, you know, what's in our heart and how we feel and our spirituality, if that's important to you. And we don't lean on those things when we're mentally stressed. And if you just let your body work and let you, your body tell you and let your heart tell you and listen to it, you will definitely not experience as much stress and anxiety. 
but that takes time, right? It takes, it takes uh, behavior changes and that's what I help people do. So love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm always preaching about mind, body, spirit, wellness, and everything yeah. being connected. There's no part of your life that lives out on some island where it can, yeah. you can just focus on that and it won't impact any other part. So I love that you have a holistic approach. Now, when we were talking about doing this live, you know, we were talking, we were going through topic ideas and trying to figure out what would be really useful. And you said one of the things that's been coming up for some of your clients lately has been this whole idea of play. And I think, I don't think we play enough, right? I'm in this space now where I'm like really thinking about how can I live a more joyful life, a more fulfilled life? How can I be more playful? And with everything yeah. that's going on and consuming the world right now, I think a lot more humans could benefit from this. So tell us a little yeah. bit about why play is important and not just for children. Of course. Well, um, anybody who knows me, they would be the first to tell you I'm not like a playful person. Like I'm very like, you know, I'm strict about my time and I'm very structured in my life. So just giving you some background, like I'm not like frolicking around all day. Like, <laughs> you know, that's really helpful though. Right. Because people might be hearing this and they're thinking, look, I'm serious about life. I don't know about this play thing. Right. right. So I think it's really good that you're including that. Okay. And this also stems from Brene Brown's uh, book, The Gift of Imperfection. So, and she talks about play and how she didn't even want to put it in her book. So um, it is something as adults um, and as females, we're always being pulled in thousands of directions. So the last thing we think about is let's have some fun, you know? So I get it. You know, at first this might be kind of a weird concept for some people, um, but I promise you, this is a way to deal with stress. And this is a way to just kind of go back to your childhood like, what did you like to do when you were a child? Because that a lot of times indicates what we like to do as an adult. But what we'll find is there is no connection. What we did as a child, we don't do anymore. So totally. I feel like some of that was hammered out of me, right? Like, I feel like at yeah. one point in my life, I was like so vibrant and like, it was just what we did. And then through mm -hmm. life and school and growing up and being an adult, you know, I feel like a lot of that is, is hammered out of us and, and reconnecting with that can be really hard. It, it is hard, but I, it's actually more simple than you think. So um, I'm in a, a three month long program called the Connected Woman led by Morgan Northway. Mm -hmm. And we're in the final few weeks of this program. And it's, it's a very intensive, like a virtual retreat for three months. Um, with women who really want to dig into themselves and grow and look at all the parts, not just the pretty parts, but like mm. the ugly parts, the dark parts, you know, that the light doesn't shine on. Um, so one of the exercises we did a few weeks ago was she had us write with our opposite hand that we, we write with. So the, so this is going to look like you were a child, uh, writing with this hand and, she had us write down what brought you joy as a child, what made you feel free, and what did you want to be when you were an adult. And this exercise I've done with the clients since I did it, and it is so effective that um, it brings up and taps into the emotional side of, of yourself versus mm -hmm. the mental when you switch the hand you're writing with. And also when you see on paper, 
this is you as a child and she's still there. She's, she's inside of you and she really wants to come out and she wants to play and we just keep suppressing. And, you know, I can't play. I'm too busy. I'm an adult. I'm serious. Like all these things rush into your head. Um, but for me, you know, there's a lot of things like I love to skate um, and I don't skate anymore. And it's literally something I did my whole childhood. So biking um, is something I've started to do more now because loved biking as a child. So you kind of start to see these things that you did then and you don't do now and ask yourself that question of like, what do I do now and how can I start doing it? And you just plan. So I love that. And it's funny because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about all of these childhood memories when I was a kid and like Mm -hmm. me and my cousins going to the skate, uh, like it was called Skate Central where we're from. And my husband literally asked me a couple of gosh, a couple of weeks ago, he's like, would you ever want to skate again? Because it's a big thing here in Colombia, which we didn't expect. And I was going, holy cow, can I skate again? I haven't done that literally since I was maybe in middle school. But the idea of it just sounded nice. Like what if, what if I could, right? And I think that that's a good place to start, right? It's not necessarily like getting scared of and saying, well, what if I could have a little bit more fun? What if I could play a little bit more? Yeah. So Let's imagine that there are some people listening who are just completely confused by this idea of being playful and getting back. I mean, I love the idea of this handwriting thing that you show where it's like, look, that's your inner child there. Well, there are some people who might be hearing this and going, my inner what? What are you talking about, Ravy? Fill us in a little bit. Help us close some of those gaps. Absolutely. So if that seems like too much for you, um, I would encourage you to first write down a list of everything you love to do. Um, I mean, it can just be anything And it. For example, I'll read you some of mine because I brought that here. I love coffee and I love making it. I love making it different ways. I've made it with a percolator. I've made it with pour overs. Like I just love to switch it up. Um, and I just enjoy doing that. So sometimes I'll make decaf coffee in the evenings, um, to just relax myself a little bit. Um, I love to read. So lately I've gotten way too many books. (laughs) I've gotten a lot. (laughs) Same, same, Um, guilty. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, which one should I read next? Should I read two at a time? Um, but I, I love to learn. So it's just, I like to soak up information and, and currently, in my eight to five job that I have right now, I'm, I'm really learning what it's like to be a great leader. So I'm reading a lot of leadership books. And of course I wanna be a good leader in my own business. So um, reading about that, but all the things you love to do, it doesn't even have to be learning. Um, if you just wanna sit outside and watch the birds, you know, if that's something you like to do, it's just meant to be simple and not overwhelming. So you can take little bits of time in the day when you're starting to feel like, you know, that stress rise and you're not breathing as much and you're starting to kind of feel that anxiety come on immediately go do something simple that you love. Um, and that will automatically make your body and your mind 
feel more relaxed. It's not something that will last forever, but at least it's an outlet that you have available to you. So I love this activity because it's a, it's like a tool, right? Like you're, yeah. you are a previous social worker, right? I'm a, yeah. a previous social worker. We have that in common, right? From our history. So we're yeah. all about having tools that you can use, right? Yeah. And this is a great tool because I can literally have this list of things when I'm overwhelmed, when I'm stressed out, when I don't know what to do and I want to just change my state and feel a little bit better having that toolkit and going you know what these are a million things that I love to do and right now I can turn on Beyonce and dance it out right like that's obviously going to be on my list yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> right but I love it because it's such a it's such a good tool that anyone can have you could post it somewhere and yeah. you can you can have it available to you so you can pull it out when you need it right so that's I think that's really powerful now we're in this sort of strange time right we're in the middle of a global pandemic I don't know what's going on in different parts of the, of the world. We are now back in quarantine a few days a week. Like things have been crazy here. So, you know, people don't necessarily have the same outlets that they used to have, right? Life is a little bit different. We're supposed to be social distancing and wearing masks and we can't be around as many people. And there's all these different things. What sort of suggestions do you have for people who want to, you know, be a little bit more playful in life, but maybe they don't have some of the same outlets that they're they're used to having with everything that's been going on. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, yeah, I'll give you an example first. Um, I think that personal examples help. Um, for me, um, moving is important. It's not necessarily working out, uh, but just having some sort of movement. So I went from having a really good schedule of going to the gym, doing certain things there and using the equipment. And then it, you know, I, it was gone and I had to completely start from scratch on like, what am I going to do? So I was doing like a workout that I made up that some of my friends gave me some exercises. And so I was following someone on Instagram and doing it and I really didn't like it. Yeah. Um, It's just not the same, you know, as like going to the gym. So And I don't really even like going to the gym, but it was just a habit I created for myself. So for me, what I started to do was, okay, I'm going to go on walks. So every day go on like a five minute walk, then a 10 minute walk, then a 20 minute walk and like start building up. And then eventually I would run walk. Um, And now I'm jogging. So that's been huge because I'm in Chicago area and we have a winter and I don't like running <laughs> when it's cold. So um, I would do the indoor workout up until summer and then I've switched recently to outdoor, but I'm making plans for when it gets cold again and I'm probably just going to buy an elliptical or a bike or something for indoor. But I think we have to think outside the box here and, and change our habits and Habit changes usually take 30 days and we're changing. So it is a lot. And, and I always say, be kind and gentle to yourself. You know, don't beat yourself up for me. At first I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to totally get out of my routine. And I'm, you know, I'm feeling like I have a lot of pent up energy and I don't know what to do with it. Um, And sometimes in those moments we're hard on ourselves. So just be gentle and, and kind of give yourself some time to figure it out and to start a new habit. But I think the biggest thing is for people to write down the things 
they used to do and then start jotting down brainstorming ideas on how they can still create that same experience in their own environment. So um, yesterday I had a call with this group, the Connected Woman, and we did basically stretching exercises to get some of the stress and tension out of our hips and out of our neck. Um, and she talked about how she recreated a gym at her house. So we can do it. It just takes some thinking, creative thinking, and then it takes us committing to it. Um, and making some changes in our lives. Um, and that's hard when you have kids. It's hard when you have a job. It's hard when you have, you know, lots of competing priorities. So don't get me wrong. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. But um, I think it's really important to prioritize yourself um, in your life, make time for you. And that's the biggest working with women. I work with both men, women and men, and men but the one thing I hear the most from my female clients is like, when am I supposed to do this? Mm. And that's a whole nother thing. I teach people how to say no to things that aren't serving them. And you piss people off sometimes when you do that, but sometimes we have to. Yeah, totally. So I, I think that's really great advice, right? And, and I do think it's related. It's really important, right? If you're going to figure out a way to create more joy for yourself, be more playful, right. feel mm -hmm. more balanced. That means that you're going to have to say no to things yes. that mm -hmm. are the opposite of that, which can be really hard. Speaking from personal experience yeah. here, right? Like recovering people pleaser here, trying right. to figure out how do how do I do all of the things? How do I show up for all of the people? How do I? And I don't even have kids. I don't know how all these moms are out here doing no, all of these amazing either. things right now. I'm like, how do you have time? <laughs> how have you figured yeah. it out? But the point being is that you've got to, right? You've got to figure out how to care for yourself or how in the world will you be able to do it for anyone else? Yeah. And I think that that's our social worker in us. Like, like we were trained that, that your cup has to be full before you can pour it out, right? Like we've got to be able. And right now I think we're supporting ourselves, our family, our friends, everybody needs us. It's yeah. it used to be, there was like a handful of people and you could like take a deep breath, make the call or have them over and you could handle it. Now, everybody's maxed out. So I think that's where we're seeing like a lot of people just feeling really down. I've heard, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. Feeling like they have no control, um, which really makes us feel that anxiety. Um, so I think it's really important to even schedule time each day, no matter when it is, you know, it could even just be 30 minutes somewhere in your day to just sit and meditate or watch the birds or go on a quick bike ride. It doesn't have to be 25 miles on a bike ride. Like this isn't a competition, you know, Right. <laughs> just like, I think sometimes we're like, how far did I go? You know, but it is more about like our mental and emotional health. And sometimes who cares how far you went, you enjoyed watching the trees and you know, I think we get so fixated as a culture sometimes on, well, what did I accomplish? You know, mm -hmm. and it's not about that, you know, and when I run with people, I teach them like no Apple watch, no phone. <laughs> it's you and your brain and your heart. And you have to like learn how to operate that way because that's, what's going to create longer lasting change. That's, what's going to create that habit to be developed 
because you're not going to be disappointed if you have no measurement. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah. love this. It's so funny that you've mentioned this yesterday. Like I've got my little uh-huh. counter yeah, yesterday. Yeah. I had like three dance it out parties. We just got uh-huh. a rebounder so I can jump up uh-huh. and down and be a kid. Right. And so I like do all of this stuff only to realize that I had it on the charger the whole day. And then I'm like beating myself up like, girl, you didn't even get credit for all of that moving that you were doing. Like what in the world? And so I love that you're saying, hey, again, be gentle with yourself. Let it be about your heart. Get out of your head. Stop necessarily needing that measure unless you're like aiming for something. Like I'm not in a space right now where I'm working towards a 5K or a 10K or anything. So like if I'm not working towards that, why am I stressed out that my little tracker is not going to stay? <laughs> that right. I got some steps. <laughs> uh, yes. And you're not the only one. Oh my gosh. I mean, in my, my job, I'm tracked. Everything is measured. So for me, when I get off work, I don't want anything to be measured. I just want me to be me. And like, I need to connect back with myself and check in. And I think that's where that's the biggest change and shift I think that is going to change your life saying no and just stop measuring things like just enjoy it be present and like we're not all competing against each other we're here for each other we're here to support and um with with females especially like you know sometimes we are so hard on each other because we're hard on ourselves it's a reflection of what we're doing to ourselves. So for me, I've had to go inward when I'm like jealous or we all have these feelings, right? Like if I see something and I'm like, oh, I want that. Um, I really have to dig deep and say, why? Why do I want that? And is it something that I need or want? And I'll make it happen. But it's desires that come out in, in relationships with you know our friends and family that we really have to pay attention to. And then add them to the list of things you love and make it happen. But I think, yeah, I think it's really about making that shift internally of like, I'm doing this for me because I love who I am. I love myself. And you know what's going to help my stress? Giving myself some love, just like I give my partner love, just like I, I will give everyone else love in the whole world and then not give myself love. So this is the time we got to up our self-care routines. We're all maxed out. And when you show someone else love, guess what they do? They show someone else love. Yeah. So it's just this like, and when you show someone anxiety, they show someone else anxiety. So it's just super, I just imagine that, like how many people you interact with on a day-to-day basis and how I interact with them is going to be how they likely will interact with the next person. Mm. So it is just crazy to think about that. And I talk to hundreds of people a day. So I've really had to learn because I, I was starting to get like, I was stressed and I was like worked up for a while. Um, and I really had to dig deep and do this work myself, which is why, you know, all these discoveries happened within me. And I think that's why sharing these is going to help us be able to feel like I'm a full person, although this is a out of control situation, like I'm full, you know? 
I love it. I absolutely love it. I think it's, I think that last little sentiment about the way that we're interacting with each other uh, is so powerful, right? Because what if all of the conversations that you had in the day were a little lighter and a little bit more playful, even if it's a serious topic, but the approach felt just a little bit lighter. What if you weren't so stressed out that when you got to the next phone call that you didn't send that frequency out to the person on the other end, right? Like just imagine the the ripple effects. If you just come into contact with people and you're just a little bit more loving, you're just a little bit more playful. You're just a little bit more lighthearted. I mean, I can talk to you forever. You know this, like we hopped on a call. We went way over because you were just so amazing, but I am not going to take all day, right? I know that you're super busy. You've got so much going on. If someone's listening and they're thinking, holy cow, this woman speaks to me, because I know you do because you speak to me so much, right? So if they're hearing this, they're like, I've got to, I've got to learn more from Amy. I want to hear more about what she's about. Where can they find you? Sure. So you can find me my website is rundeepcoaching.com. You can also find me, I have a podcast um, and that's a great way to just kind of see how I work because I talk about a lot of stuff on the podcast that I talk about with my clients and that's called run deeper and you can find that on any podcast platform mainly Spotify and Apple um I've got a few episodes one of which is an interview with Cece (laughs) (laughs) that was so fun that was so fun definitely check out her podcast yes it was so fun Um, and then also, um, I do one-on-one consultations, of course, and I offer a three 30 minute consultation just to see if it's the right fit, make sure it's what you're looking for. Um, and then I'm on Facebook as well. Just type in run deep and you'll find the group, um, Instagram, Ramey run deep is my name. So, um, you, if you just type in Ramey Miller run deep into Google, you'll find me in a bunch of different places, but, um, I'd love to work with you, of course, if this really did speak to you. Um, and I, I love just, I'm passionate about helping people and, and having them have these breakthroughs in their life, especially women, because uh, we really need to support each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and she means it, right? Because literally Ramey and I were connected on LinkedIn. I reach out to every human that I connect with on LinkedIn. Some people like it. Some people don't, I don't really care about it, but the people who do, and they say, yeah, let's hop on a call. Let's connect. And I just saw your heart the moment that we hopped on that call. And I was like, I love Mm -hmm. this woman. She's so great. And now look at us. We're here on Facebook. And you're yep. able to share your message with more humans. And I think that's what's so powerful. If we can lead, uh, you're leading by example, right? How you show up and how you interact with other women and, and all of these things. Yep. So I love that. If you're listening and you want to learn more about Randy, check out her podcast. It's amazing. Not just because I'm on it, right? Like she's on it and she's amazing. Check it out for sure. Follow her, check out her website. And if you want to get in contact with her, do because literally I sent her a message and that's how we connected. So that's really yeah. all it takes to get in, in touch with this incredible human. So that's what we have for you guys today. Sound off below. Let us know what you do for fun, what you'd like to do more of that maybe you did before. Uh, otherwise, Ramey and I look forward to chatting with you another time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>